Here today. It's me, Gene. Gene, how are you doing? Bill, I'm doing good. How are you? What t-shirt you got wearing there? I'm wearing my Reader's Advisor t-shirt. Aw, you advise readers. I had to look down to yep. tell you that. But it's nice. I like I like it because it's dark on dark. Just like you. You have to look really, really closely. Just like you. Reader's Advisor. And Requires just, a close I've, look. I just moved your water away from my cop, my hardback copy of Alias. That's all right. I already peed on it. Did you? Yeah. Which is the basis of the Jessica Jones mm-hmm. TV show on Netflix. Also dark. Dark also on dark very, is today's theme. You should read the comic. Go read today the comic. we are doing the author's commentary of book club. We're going to try to do it all in one podcast. It could be a seven-hour podcast. We're going to do it in a single hour. That, that's our a goal. single hour. That's well, our goal. So if, if, if this podcast is 30 minutes long, you have to realize that we had to cut half of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll start off with the cover, which is not our most successful cover. It was supposed to be after the old iPad iPod ad so the person dancing in front of color and like one out of seven people got the joke yes so, I'm going to go to the inside cover which is the most embarrassing photos oh, we've ever fantastic. released of ourselves our high school pictures so me with fantastic. my giant it wasn't a mullet but it was like it was like my spiky weird kind of ex-hard rocker guy haircut mm. whereas I clearly had an actual helmet on <laughs> I, I will say your haircut is the only haircut that makes my haircut look good <laughs> I'm happy to help very dapper in your scarf though thank you uh, we are going to start off on page six page six I love the first one we were ahead of the game, man. Ned complaining about the uh, about the, uh, the several sex, sex, the single sex library. I have to, library that, that's bathrooms. become a that's become a, uh, a hot button of mine. I'm, I'm always annoyed when there's like two restrooms and one is for men and one is for women. I'm like, why is that necessary? Are you annoyed? Mm-hmm. My preschool broke this barrier. My, my church preschool broke this barrier long ago. We used to uh, go right alongside the girls, confusing them why we weren't sitting down. Very exciting. Good uh, times. I, I I really I, I am pro mixed mixed bathrooms. Okay. It makes life better. Wouldn't you agree, Bill? Yes. It makes life better. Except ladies suddenly see all the pee on the floor. Well, it's just a fact of life. Bottom of page six is the perfect the perfect computer help strip. It will never get any better than that. Just turning off the computer? Just turning it off. Yeah, solves, the, the, solves the problem. Don't turn it off and turn it on. Just turn it off. That's us. Yes. No, turn right. it off, clearly. Page seven? No. Nope. Page eight. I like the, I like the Ham of the Month Club. I love the Ham of the Month Club. That Dewey's grandma buys Tamara Ham of the Month Club because she obviously needs more meat in her life. I think what's funny is the the genesis of all these strips on diet used to be my friend's veganism, which I was kind of working my way through. And and like if we did this now, if we did Ham of the Month now, it would be uh, your paleo paleolithic intism. What do you what do I call that? I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Your paleoism. I don't know what you call it. Paleology. Apparently, you you call it lots of things. I'm gonna call it everything. All right. Uh, <coughs> that's funny. And then the return of the Shusher. He's back. Uh, Shusher. Yeah. Yeah. Who is that? Who is that in the mask? I don't understand. There's no way to know. No? So, bottom of page 10 is based on me and my experiences growing a beard, to which I've never successfully done to this date. Actually, probably the best beard I ever had was uh, when I first met my wife, I tried to grow one. Are you admitting you glued what you have on right yes. now? Yes. It's not real. I mean, it's a goatee, but I can't I can't do a full bushy beard. I thought you I thought you really just like Teen Wolf. That was my thing. The thing is my beard is my beard is purely like from my jawline down. It's exactly where you don't want it. It's exactly where you shave when you're growing a beard. <laughs> so yours is all over your face. And and like and this is the thing you can't see right now, but but Gene, who shaved clean this morning, it's already like six inches long. I was, I was listening to the, the uh, second season of the Serial podcast, and she was talking to, it's, it's about Bo Bergdahl, 
and he was talking about how funny the Afghan guys think think it is when somebody has a beard but no mustache. They just apparently find that hilarious. Oh, which makes me want to grow that again. I, like an Amish sort I, of. I kind I kind of grew that for my trip to Japan a couple of years ago. I, I called it my sweat catcher. It, it really annoyed my daughter and my wife, and you so know, I kept it for even longer. It'll than be I worth had. it if it just makes some servicemen happy. I think so. Um, and and of course the second strip on page eleven is one of my favorite drawings of Merv ever. With a mustache. With a mustache. When did, I, when did I do the uh, the beard growing contest versus Paul Southworth? That was maybe right around this time. Did you did you did you do that? I did. I, I, I think uh, David Malky of Wondermark was supposed to judge oh. it. Never really did, but it was, oh. it was very clear to me that Paul had destroyed me. So Paul. Paul, I'm, Paul I'm, really does have superior beard Paul, growing. I'm, I'm publicly admitting that if if it yeah. wasn't clear before yeah. that you had destroyed me, although I think you mascaraed your uh, your beard at some point. Page twelve. Page twelve. There's that lady from Large Print again. She shows up. We haven't named her though. Little yet. old lady. She is a little old lady. Little old lady. LOL. Uh, LOL. That's it. maybe her name is Lol. Okay. Can we can we can we retcon her that her name is Lol? Yes. Okay. I like this rude kid on twelve is, and thirteen. This is Sanjay, is who Sanjay? is uh, Merv's little buddy, who eventually becomes homeschooled. Is he Sanjay? Yes. Ah. He, has, he has kind of a flat head there. I didn't recognize him. But uh, yeah, I, I like that he uh, he turns the whole thing into this ageist thing and turns. Turns tomorrow against Dewey. Yes, and this and this catches Merv's eye. Yes, as his new his new assistant. He buys out his contract. Buys out his contract. Buys out his contract. Fourteen. Yes. Fourteen. Yes. I think it's our first Pop Tart reference at the bottom of fourteen. No, maybe I don't know. There's a lot of them. We could do a whole themed collection on Pop Tart references. That has become Dewey's go-to food. Food. Yeah. So bottom of page fifteen, I really love this strip. I don't know how librarians don't deal with this, don't do this all the time. But the, the woman who was looking for Sports Illustrated couldn't find it, and then Dewey's like, I'm sorry we'll punish whoever shelved it so misleadingly as Sports Illustrated. How oh, they don't say that. How do you not say that phrase? every time? Well, it's, it's simple. I just say, here it is, right where it's supposed to be. <laughs> That's even worse. You're just dropping it and leaving it there? Yep. And then this is, we're coming to the, we're coming, we've made some progress in Dewey's relationship with Kathy. Yeah, it's not quite as bad now. Well, she's caught his eye because now she, well, as he puts it, that woman's planned and executed a sustained campaign of psychological warfare against me. And, uh, On top of page 17. Who doesn't? Yes. And who, who couldn't find that attractive? That's true. She, ha she has hung in there quite a bit. She like, like, more than is reasonable. you got to give her. She's got staying power. Uh, 17. I, I figure that basically what's going on is Mulville has, like, three, you know, available single straight men, and she's just, he's the best. The others are 40 and 97. Between them. You think that's it? I'm not sure what, you know, I'm not sure that Dewey's actually that attractive a character. I think Dewey's, I think Dewey's way it. more hot than you draw him. Okay. <laughs> that's my, that's my contention. So when we, when we finally do the live action thing, he'll be, he'll be hotter? Yeah, like if, okay. if you drew any, if you drew any male librarian, he wouldn't look as hot as that male librarian actually is in real life. Okay. Uh, book club. Page book club. 18. Don't talk about it. This was uh, based on an actual conversation with my teen book club. Um, okay. Which I, is that it should be more like Fight Club? I think this was my idea, but they, we all ran with it and just, mm -hmm. just did jokes about it for about for about uh, fifteen minutes, and then we got back to talking about probably either uh, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or Sloppy Firsts by Megan McCafferty. This is a this is a so so sequence, but it turned into one of our best selling pieces of merchandise that we still sell after well, all these well, the years. Greatest, the greatest thing was is uh, I mean they they didn't know what I do and I didn't really mm -hmm. talk about it, but I showed up like five months later. Go with, with a book club shirt. Book club T-shirts for all of them. Oh, and that's they just nice. they, were, they went bananas. It was all worthwhile. Oh, it, was, it, it was like, it was like here, I have a present for you. And they were like, no! And I was like, yes, just for you. Only for you, my book club. My book club brethren. Page 19. Are you giving me a hurry up? No, I'm just letting you know. I was turning the page. Uh, 
Yes, page 19. Page 19. So for a while, the library system where I worked, I uh, had this idea we were going to have greeters at the door, uh, much like Walmart. Is that a really? It's, it's true. Nobody ever really had to do it. It was kind of like ro roving. Uh, I was going to say roaming, but it was kind of like roving. It just kind of wasn't really a good thing to implement. They couldn't spare somebody to stand out there because there's too much work to do in the yep. library and everybody's behind on it. So, But I mean, I, I think the Walmart, the way Walmart does that is they find, well, I guess they're still paying someone. They are still paying someone. But they find some senior citizen who isn't qualified to do anything else. And I think it's loss prevention. Well, it's, it's somebody who, who kind of kind of can't mm -hmm. get around or who likes sitting there doing that and who's hired yep. to do that specifically. The really funny thing was when they did uh, assessments for librarians and for classified staff for a while, uh, for the whole library system where I worked, they would bring them to my library and they would have them greet for a very set period of time. And I saw people literally, like libraries, librarians go, I have to do what? And just melt down. And absolutely, I saw this one woman just shaking. She was so angry and confused and just upset by the whole thing. She literally couldn't say hello to people. She was like shouting at them like, hello! <laughs> just sweating. And we were all just like, I mean, it was not so... Everybody is, not everybody's cut out for that job. Well, it was ridiculous. And I, I feel bad. I still feel bad for that woman because she was probably a great librarian. But yeah. I'm sure she's working somewhere else just... Maybe know, a little introverted. Still complaining about the whole time. That time they made her talk to people. Well, it just didn't make any sense. She's like, but I have a... I have a master's degree, and you want me to stand here and say hello to people? And so, and so in our sequence at the bottom of page twenty, we, we actually have a rational solution, which is they get a senior citizen volunteer to do it. There you go. All right. Well uh, done. Sometimes fiction is twenty-one. This is Dewey. Dewey. Uh, but it's really channeling it, me. I feel like it's really you. Yeah. Man, I hate signing sympathy cards. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say in them. It's always very awkward. And, and and the less you know somebody, the more awkward it is. The bottom of page twenty-one made me laugh out loud. Uh, it's it's buddy's buddy does this heartfelt thing, but of course it's just because the person he's sending it to is it's hot. Very hot. I love it. Very hot. And I have to say, I love getting sympathy cards. Oh, do you? I I, I do. I'm I, sorry. I, I should have sent you a sympathy card. That's fine. All right, bastard. You're not that hot. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it, man. I get it. I just man, there's nothing more awkward than a sympathy card. You you just resort to platitudes when uh, when you don't know the person. It's, yeah. It's so painful. Yeah. You want? I, I always want to write something real. Sometimes it's just too painful to write something real because you're feeling it too yeah. much, and sometimes it's you just don't know the person enough to really, to really know what to say to them at all. But I think the most important thing is we made fun of it here. I think so. We mocked the whole experience. Well, we mocked Dewey's experience of it, which is your experience. You mocked yourself. I suppose that's fair. All right, I got nothing to say about uh, twenty-three. All right, we'll keep moving. All right. Oh no, at the bottom of twenty-three, I think it's probably our last attempt to cite an actual book in the strip before we instituted the initial book club. You're wrong. There is another. Because well, this is Book Club. The, the reason this collection is called Book Club is it's, it features the first Unchilled Book Club strips. Okay. So they kicked in around um, August. August what year? Mm, 2004. 2004, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. I love on 25. I like that, that Dewey is using the um, new laser scanning device. Mm -hmm. It looks like a gun. For fun. As a, what is that called when you, when you pull? Shoot and skeet. Shooting skeet. He's shooting skeet. I thought that one was funny, and also the top of page 26, he gets a little creepy here. There's an attractive woman reading a book, and he uses the gun from a distance to figure out which book it is. Gets another copy himself. I love that. And all this is while he's he's holding Kathy at arm's length, so what a cad. No, they're, they're just friends. A creepy point. cad. They're just friends, man. All right. It's all I'm, I'm glad you love it. I think it's creepy. All uh, 28. No, actually, top of page 27, there's just a line here that I love that you wrote. So this guy came in to complain because the tax assistance that Dewey didn't give him uh, caused him to be audited, and, and they're having this mediation session. And the guy says, you leaned in its direction, and I read that lean. You like that? It's such a random line, and I love it. I love that the IRS doesn't even provide these forms anymore. You have to just print them out now. I mean, it's a bit more of a pain for the library, but people don't come in expecting to find the form library anymore. Thank you, IRS. 
Complaint 8? Yes. The complaint specialist strip, the second one down? Yes. That's one of my favorite customer service moments That's with Dewey and Colleen. I really like it. It's a nice handoff. Yeah. It's a nice handoff. I, I, lo I love the one after it where the woman's complaining that she returned, found the books and Buddy finds them in the fridge under the baloney. Mm -hmm. Baloney, which is a word that should be spelled differently. It's true. Yes. Uh, page 29, third strip. It's Mel After Dark. <laughs> Just reading. What reading is Office Spy Catalogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. That is, that is my wife in action. Does she still do that? Neither confirm nor deny that. Because, because why? So page 30. Was there somewhere where Kathy said that she wanted to go see? Um, yeah, but they, they actually it's in the previous strip. Previous. Previous book? Previous The previous book we set up the shared media experience. Remember shared media experience is worth half. Yeah, but I thought there was somewhere where Kathy said she wanted to see Firefly. Or the Serenity strip. Like, like the Serenity movie. Maybe it's in this book. Yeah, so if you look at the bottom strip oh, of page 30. There we go. Kathy says. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess. What I'm really waiting for is Joss Whedon's new film, Serenity, and that is when Dewey uh, vaults into the time, classic Times Square VJ Day picture. You're right. I forgot. I, okay. I, had, I had to slightly wrong. All right. I'm pretty yes. proud of that. That's a great, that's a great moment. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I think so that's when it all begins. I think his hand is riding a little too far up on the uh, half shirt. Oh, Serenity is, worth, so Serenity is worth a full rib cup. Is it? Yes. <laughs> which which ribs? Like like five and six? Yes. How are ribs six. numbered? Do, are they numbered up from the bottom? They're numbered or, beautifully. Or down from the top. Beautiful. Down from the top. I don't yes. know. I don't know why I think that. All right. All right. We should probably talk about some strips at some point. <laughs> 32. No, no, no. 32, 32. second strip. Second strip? That's the one you tagged there. Did I? Yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. I love that. This is a guy who comes in and he won't take no for an answer. That the mm -hmm. library, like, like the catalog says the book is there, but the library just doesn't. And he just keeps coming back and back and back and back. And I love that he walks up to Buddy and says, like, after after Mel has turned him down and Dewey has turned him down a couple times, they don't have the book. He looks at Buddy and says, you look capable and helpful. And Buddy just says, you forgot lactose intolerant. I love that. That made me laugh when I was reading through this. It's totally random. Moments I forgot. Yeah. And these guys, these people just keep hanging in. It's it's insane. I'm going to ask literally everybody. Ah, oh, drives me crazy. Page 34. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for a house. At the same time, at the same time, uh, Dewey was, and we ended up buying a condo. What a coincidence! Yeah, I know. It's crazy how that happens, right? So Dewey buys a condo, and in, in Dewey's case, his apartment just goes condo when he buys it. The the crazy thing is that this librarian I used to work with, he I wouldn't call him a hoarder, but he's a saver. He yeah. saves he saves ephemera, and he saves every bit of ephemera from his life, and it's amazing. He he had lived in the neighborhood where I was buying the condo. And he said, you know what, I think I have something. Let me go home and check my file. And he went home and checked his file and came back. And he actually had the brochure from like 20 years before when the building had gone condo that right. I was buying into. So he could show me how much it cost like 20 years before and like, you know, what had been purchased. It was crazy. It was just absolutely crazy. So what you're saying is he's mentally ill. He's not mentally ill, but I think he took that piece of paper back and refiled it. I don't think he let okay. him have it. Okay, because he might need it again. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying he's mentally ill because I don't know who you're talking about. He's not. But... But what sort of his name starts with what, David? What is what is the <laughs> drive to collect all like the brochure of when a building went condo? You know, it's all it's all going away, man. That, that's all lost records. He's he's preserving our our shared history. I understand what he's doing, but what's the drive? I don't know. All right, I don't. Know. I also don't know. Okay, I, I, maybe maybe he's a filing cabinet fetishist. Page thirty six. Cabinet fetishist. No, I, I was going to go right. thirty five. All right, thirty five with the perfume allergy. Yes, I have a severe perfume allergy. You, you ever want to make me mad? Wear a lot of perfume and come up to me at ALA, where I can politely ask you to leave, which I didn't used to be able to do at the library, but I can now because they've changed the policy. And I was going to say, third strip of page 36 is so you. Research natural healing, oh. 
an intense detoxification system. Instead, I'm going to use this little yellow pill. I remember you went through this whole thing. When Word of My Allergies was out at, at work. Yeah. Everybody had a solution, right? Oh, and, and weeding is the worst. I remember I used to, I used to weed. Oh, I bet weeding has all sorts of mold. Even if you weed the collection, I, I, I would have to go home sick every day. And I finally said, like, you can buy me some kind of gas mask, yeah. or, or I'm just literally going to go home sick every day. Like, 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 like you're, you're making did me Did they own. buy me a gas? They, they did. Buy? Yeah, so I had this giant like Darth cool. Vader-esque thing. Cool. It was great. Yeah. yeah. I bet that was inspiring for everyone it, in the it, library. It wasn't good because I uh, still got like hives all over my yeah. body from doing it. But, but at least I could breathe. We have a big big internet is out section. Starts on page 37. Uh, with with my first experiment in computer lettering the strip. The top one? I, I just physically, I was doing it in Illustrator. It was a lot of work. And I, I think I was trying to do the Marvel Ultimate Line upper lowercase hmm. thing. It wasn't perfect. Yeah, stands out a bit. Yeah, but when I well, you'll see actually eventually when I it, it, volume eight is when we finally did switch to or when we yeah. when I finally did switch to computer lettering and I managed to find a font that was so close to my handwriting that almost no one noticed. And thirty eight is our, our classic second strip. Internet I love that one. That, that's really I think one of our funniest strips. Also one of our best drawn strips. Like I really <laughs> did a nice job on the perspective there. And then right afterwards we have we have. Dewey and Kathy uh -huh. defining their relationship status, Aww. which I think is nice. It is nice. Friends with potential. That's Friends nice. Potential. Page thirty-eight, third strip. I look at this now, and I think it's a funny strip, but but I don't think I, I I somehow didn't get the sound effects and the little sort of starburst effect. It kind of makes it look like there's something just glued on to the wall. So I don't know. That's page thirty-nine, third strip. Thirty-nine. All right, whatever. Numbers. Oh. Numbers are all kind of the same, aren't they? I, I like the one on top of thirty-nine. I think it's very true that if you say nice things about libraries, we're much more willing to help you than if you say crappy things about libraries. Well, that's probably true. Go figure. I really love, page 40, I really love the sequence where Merv manages to check out every copy of the last Harry Potter book. How do we think he did that? Uh, by hacking the reservation system through some loophole. The thing that I, the thing that I forgot about We don't about go into this, details. Looking at, it, looking at it earlier this morning, the thing I forgot about this that third strip. Mm -hmm. so, so do we think that he went into the mall and in the bookstores mm -hmm. where, like, like put the dust jackets on different books he did. so people yes. can't find the Harry Potter books? Well, and Sanjay. Sanjay helped. Sanjay helped. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't remember what our solution was to that, like why people weren't buying them in the library. Yep. No, he, he, went, he went full stack on that one. Here's a full-on uh, book push on 41 for our friend Dave Kellett's book. Yes, you hated the strip. Maybe you still do. I do still hate this strip. Okay. Yes. I hate it too now. I love the book. I love, I love Dave's comic Sheldon. Well, and actually, I like this as a book talk because it's very Sheldon-y. Because in Sheldon-y, characters are often doing stuff like this, and I was evoking that. So I think as a book talk, it, it works, but... Why do you think that works? Well, I just like... Why do I think it works? That yeah. we're evoking the book by using the form of the book? I don't think we're actually using the form of the book very much. This is something that they do in his strips. They talk about books in a really straightforward manner? No, in rhyme. It's rhymed. Ah. Didn't even see that. Yeah. Maybe that's why you didn't like it all these years. No, it's not it. <laughs> Page 42. Oh, now we're on poetry again. Oh, yeah, there's a little bit of poetry. I guess I guess we talked about poetry more than I remember. You know, like when I was invited to talk to those poets, maybe I should have just talked about our scripts. You could have done poetry. all of our poetry strips. I, I just didn't think there was that many. Yeah. And then uh, Colleen licenses Doreen's license. I love it so much. Do you? Yeah. I just think it's... I just think... It, I love that her mother thinks her daughter is so cute that she just, like, decides to produce a, a bunch of merchandise... <laughs> And that it's successful. Like what's funny about this is that everybody wants it, and it's very successful. I think on forty three, I think sells the franchise. I think this is the most Sheldon esque strip we've done because there are Klingons in it, and Dave, in Sheldon, will bring in Klingons quite a bit as necessary, along with Wookies and other things. Right? This is the most Sheldon esque strip strip we've ever done. Also okay. in rhyme. That's true. But evoking a particular kind of uh, yeah, I'll kids, buy that kids book. I'll buy that. And on the bottom of thirty one, I love that. They're not real Klingons. They're just people they're dressed not. as Klingons. No, they are. They're real, man. Okay. The bottom 40, 43, it, it is kind of a beautifully constructed strip. 
because Dewey's just responding literally, and she slowly kind of catches on. I love that. I love that. Like he just tells her, gives her the answer. Yeah, literally every time. And I love the one on the top of forty-four for the same reason. He's just looking around for the answer. <laughs> He's literally looking around for the answer. Hey. Bottom page forty-five. There's an, a, a rare and nice physical humor. Mel reaches for the phone, and it's not in her hand. It's like it. I'm not, I'm not even sure it's entirely successful, but I like it. I like the one on, uh, above that the, with the, with the uh, little old lady. Lol. In the, in the parking. You mean lol? In the parking lot. I think I've mentioned before that I actually changed somebody's tire. Apparently, I was milking that idea for a while. This and, and visually, this is very effective, except it's apparently drawn at the end of the earth because beyond those bushes, there is nothing. It's a wall, man. It's, it's nothing. It's a big, okay, it's, it's a wall. A, it's I'll a big buy that. Graffiti wall. I'll buy that. <laughs> That's what I've sure. always taken it. Shusher's back on forty-six with his with his sidekick Whisper. Whisper. I, mean, I don't think Whisper ever came back. I don't think Shusher sidekick, ever came sidekick back of silence. No, Shusher does come back. Does he? Well, eventually he teams up with. Uh, we've talked about this. He teams up with Randy, the Black Book. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's that's much later. I like the I like the guy on forty seven coming in, looking for uh, his leg in the Lost and Found. That's one of those things where the the joke the, the funny part is how did he lose it and end up in the Lost and Found? Well, there's a number of people who've told us about artificial limbs in yeah. the Lost and Found. No, it's fascinating. Right? It's a story we always hear. How do they get there? Like, you'd think you wouldn't leave the library without your artificial limb. Wrong. Well, I, that's what I would think. Apparently, apparently it happens. Um, so on page 47 and 48 is this rather surreal and wonderful sequence. About, I love it. I love it I love so it, much. too. I think, I think it's it's maybe one of my favorites. Where Dewey tells people not to, not to leave him a tip. And, and they, so they tip everybody more. Everybody makes a pile and, of money. <laughs> there's just literally a giant pile of cash. And I think we ended well because, because we don't say what happens to it. No. It doesn't go away. But, but I love that, um, well... Almost at the end is uh, is Merv trying to make it work with a with a sign saying cannot accept gratuities. I love that. And I'm trying to decide: did we invent that, or did you see some guy on the street with it? Because it's I, a really like I would probably give money to someone with it. Well, I have I have a freeway on ramp. Yes, um, you do. Like like within a block of you my house. You have a whole community of people. Where a lot of people hair. a lot of people line up to uh, stand with their cardboard sign. Maybe I'll try this out one day. Cannot accept gratuities. <laughs> just go out there in a three piece suit. It's brilliant. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear the suit that I married my friends Marin and Samir in. <laughs> I'll just I'll just like. Stand there for like an hour. And then this is kind of nice. So, so Dewey finds a kid whose mom is kind of off, and uh, he ends up calling her his teacher, which is Dewey's girlfriend. It's nice. Dewey's taking an interest, and Kathy finds him attractive, and it's just nice. <laughs> I love at-risk kids, nature's aphrodisiac. Yes, nature's aphrodisiac effort. effort. yeah. on the bottom of 49. That's okay. awesome. 50, I like the magician. I know you do. I love the magician. You don't like that? It's okay. Really? Did yeah. you write that, or did I? I don't know. Okay. I, I definitely wrote that, the strip that you love so much. No, I, I think it's you. I don't know. I think it's me too somehow, but on 50, I love that Doreen has been talking for like a year. Yes, she hasn't been the only one. <laughs> for good reason, because, because on the third panel of page 51, after spending time with her, she ends up in a Hellboy costume, well, which is totally an excuse. As my daughter yes. ended up in a Hellboy costume yes. when she was two? I think she would have been two at this point. Yes. Yeah. Totally an excuse just to draw a cute little kid in a Hellboy. We costume. made we made the little the little Hellboy horns out of uh, barrettes and <laughs> and little blocks from her set. It was great. And like like Hellboy wasn't very famous at that point. We would walk around on Halloween, and uh, about every hundredth dad would look at her, and give me a giant thumbs up. She had her little oversized. Aww, nice. well, she, had, she, she had an undersized overcoat on that she, somebody had given her. They, they make yeah, overcoats yeah. for one year old kids. Yeah. And she's two. She's hulking out of it. And I made her a giant fist out of those one of those like foam Hulk hands. We called it the left hand of doom because I had messed up the right hand. <laughs> Page 52 is, is kind of a beautiful sequence of this, this guy who's, well, he's not, I think he's not very bright. 
And it just progresses nicely. I love that he has the library card tattooed on his forehead. He gets a tattooed on his forehead. And then he still needs help to read it because he has no way to read it. And he says, it's like, <laughs> it's like watching dogs discover fire, which is a really great line. And then I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the, 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 the last strip at the bottom of page 52 is just the, the teasing out a story about how he got lucky because he had his library card tattooed. I think, I think, that's, laugh one, out loud I think that's one of those things where we had, we had to come up with a final strip or something, like a filler strip. And it, it kind of isn't very related to the rest of them, but it's just kind of his it's personality. It's really funny, yeah. It was good. It was a stretch. Uh, page 54. Okay. Bottom of page 54, wow. my friend Matt wrote that, and I looked at that joke, and it, I realized now it doesn't quite work. No. The, the, it, <laughs> Matt it, wrote that. That makes some sense. Well, it's supposed to be that like something got deleted off a hard drive, but we don't say that, and so it just says that a 500-page autobiography got deleted, and you're like, wow. autobiography got deleted? Like, it doesn't make sense. We're missing just a little bit more context. Uh, above that, I love the whole proctoring sequence we did. Man, did I hate proctoring tests. I was going to say you must love it because you've done it. Well, the, the library system wouldn't charge for it, so it was free, and mm -hmm. then, then this whole avalanche of people taking online classes and mm -hmm. courses by mail started coming in, and... What was ridiculous is I'd never even heard of this before. You had to sign these pieces of paper that said you'd been watching them the whole time. And I'm like, I haven't. I, I literally have to answer other people's questions. This, this says I sat there in a room and made sure you didn't cheat. And like, there's no way. And then some of the online courses used to started modifying it, saying they could do anything you, they wanted to. You just had to sign the, the paper somehow. They'd taken the test. It didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. We were basically supporting something happened. Idiotic education. Yeah. I'm like, why would I sign that? Bottom of 55. They turn uh, on the AC. Well, it's too hot for a while. I, yeah. lo I love the guy. I love the guy pouring the flower pot over his head because he's so hot. And then the AC comes on. Of course, when you're sweating and the AC comes on, yes, not good. I, I remember. I, I think our AC was out for. Uh, I, I tried to make it look like icicles, and I'm not sure I succeeded. I think you did. Okay. One of my favorite strips in this collection that was on 56, the third strip. Your dream just came true. <laughs> Dirk Benedict is hiding in the staff restaurant. <laughs> that that should be my friend Kath's dream more than mine, but. Um, I think I just read Dirk Benedict's. Uh, well, if it was here, it would be a little dirtier. I, well, I think I think you I and Dirk Benedict have a special relationship. I think I had read the first volume of Dirk Benedict's autobiography. Yeah. There are, uh, two volumes currently, at least the last time I checked. Um, in is, which is he still alive? He is still alive. Okay. Yeah. He was so at he can, uh, Emerald he... City Comic Con a few right. years ago. Although I didn't know that until the end of Emerald City Comic Con, so I guess I'm a bad fan. But Dirk talks about how he cured himself of uh, prostate cancer by eating like just brown rice, basically, and fasting. It's, it's a very and he knows that he cured himself because what he did was he's not created dead. a duplicate of himself because he's not dead and everything was about everything was the same except that he ate differently wow. and the version of him wow. that ate brown rice wow. that's you, the version that's you survived. Mr. Alternative Health this I'm is... not Mr. Alternative Health well, to me, I'm married to Ms. Alternative Health <laughs> that, that's don't confuse us oh, that's fair enough 58 we meet no do, we meet Kathy's no Dewey, Dewey went to Serenity without her yes and she's so upset that she calls her dad yes who comes in yes that's <laughs> beautiful it is kind of beautiful. And I love, I love like, you're in, they're in the room. Who are you talking to? They're, Someone who solves problems. <laughs> they're in the room, and you don't know what's going on. And then they come out, and Dewey's telling the end of a dirty joke. Then the elf says, this is my short sword. <laughs> that is my short sword. And then, I, I hope that one day my daughter describes me to someone as someone who solves problems. I really? hope that's something I can be. I just love that the dad comes out and says, you take it nice and slow with my daughter. That's right. <laughs> not <laughs> yes, the message. Yes, that... sir. Not what, not what Kathy wanted. The bottom 59 is, is a great one, too. That is a great one. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Uh, I think it was me. All right. Uh, take I, credit for the good ones. The airbrushing one? Yeah, that was me. Uh-huh. Funny one? That was me. Page 60? Ah, uh, the Bibliolithic era. Yeah. Bibliolithic, man. Bibliolithic. You know why? Because books are made of rock. I get it now. How many how many books do you think were actually ever made of rock? Maybe one? And then they were like, man, we should make this out of clay. That'd be so much easier. Yeah, because the rock would just shatter as you were yeah, digging into maybe it. Maybe on slate. 
Maybe, maybe those are all drawn on pieces of slate. Maybe. But what freaks me out is the shelving. How do they get the shelving just right? You know, you know, how just, it's just sort of the ridge. They, fa they, they specifically found a cave for the library that had lots of ridges there. And that's how they did it? Yes. All right. That's how they did it in the old days. I'm in the old days, you had to find the library instead of build one. I like the tip on 61. When I was a kid. What happens in the library stays in the library. <laughs> Which became one of our best-selling t-shirts. It is. That particular slogan. It is. Thanks. Because it's completely untrue. That's what's funny about it. What? It's, it, not like, it's not like talking to a lawyer or your priest. What happens in the library is repeated endlessly and endlessly and endlessly <laughs> by us at dinner parties and in the back room. And in comic strips that go around the world. And, and everywhere we can, we, can, we can make people laugh. Oh, it's 62. We're, we're, we're on to a preacher being miscatalogued. Well, first, first I just want to say that uh, in, the, in the camera phone photo of Ned, um, he is reading the, the Civil Libertarian, which is the newspaper he subscribes to. And the headline, which I can just barely read here, is Thieving Tax Code Survives Challenges. That's the headline. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Your eyes are better than mine. They are just slightly better than yours. So preacher is miscatalogued under religion. Preacher, give us the Hollywood pitch for preacher again, Bill. Uh, it's an alcoholic minister, his gun-toting girlfriend. His best friend, the vampire. His best friend, the vampire, touring the country to kill God. That's right. And soon to be a uh, TV series on mm -hmm. AMC, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, produced by Seth Rogen. Oh, so excited. It's vile filth. It is filth. It is yes. utterly That's beautiful That's what Mel filth. says right here. It's vile filth. Oh, man. It is great. Do you still have that whole set? Yes. Oh, I gotta yeah, I, I've, I've tried to decide when I'm going to give it to my son to read. I'm not quite there yet. Soon. But <laughs> well, Sam, he's ready for Sandman. Can I have it for my younger daughter now to read? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. He's ready for Sandman, but not Preacher? Yes. Oh, Sandman, you know, Sandman is such a... It's a much more complex read. I know. He's a complex boy. All right, 63. What was he playing the other day in the house? Jim Croce? Was he playing some Jim Croce stuff? Yes, on his guitar. That's pretty cool. Uh, so this is the introduction of our cataloger, Elsie. 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 Um, who doesn't do anything but knit. Who doesn't do anything but based on a true story. No one ever sees, saw this one cataloger do anything but knit, but she managed, she managed to get the job done, and we loved it. It's amazing. Amazing. So we're oh, going to turn the page. I like, I like the, uh, the, the question time on top of 64. Just 64. real quick. I with, love with Mel as the Pope. No, I, the thing I love about it is is uh, the Colleen moment there, the mother of the man and the Iron Man. Oh, I just nice. love that. Yeah, I just love that's that. Nice. That's so awesome to me. Are we gonna do uh, the uh, the book clubs real quick? We what we're gonna do is we're gonna have an in depth discussion of every book. In really? The book clubs. No. What we agreed was that we would do one book club. Okay. Um, but first, this isn't actually a book club. The first one, the Seven Stages, falling with an author. People really like this strip. I think we've all I think we've all been through it. There's a whole sort of ritual. I think you wrote that. Oh, I definitely wrote that. Yeah. Okay, so the one I chose is page 78, Captain Blood. By Raphael Sabatini. By Raphael Sabatini, a classic book. And I just think it's a successful book talk, and I think I did a nice job drawing it. I think it, does, I think it, it pitches the book in about, uh, you know, very concisely. Doctor, prisoner, slave, pirate. Now Peter Blood's life is about to get interesting. Like, it sounds like a, a movie pitch. I like it. You did put a lot of work into that one. The, the one that I like is uh, Darwin's Blade. Oh, yeah. That's a good book, too. It was a great book, but I remember, uh, I think that was the first time we ever got an email. Oh, yeah, from, from Dan Simmons author. sent Dan us the mail. Dan Simmons emailed us, and he was, yeah. so, he was so happy. He was so excited. Yeah, we were all excited. I was excited. like, oh, my God, that was Dan a win -win. Yeah, that was the best. And uh, I think that led to me reading, uh, he wrote some noir um, mysteries for a while. The Tough Guy, featuring a tough guy. Incredibly violent, bloody noir mysteries. The first page of the first one, which I think is called Hard Case, involved a garbage disposal. Oh, really? In some man's fist. Yeah, it's just totally brutal. And, and uh I was really hot on Simmons for, for a bit. Now his books just scare me because they're so long. I have to wait until I'm retired. But they're all on a shelf. I'm going to seek them out. 
the other one I picked is A Wizard of Earthsea on 70. Well, your favorite book, right? My favorite book of all time. Yep. And I got to criticize the movie, the incredibly crappy movie adaptation Aww. starring uh, Dan- did, Danny Glover and Iceman from the X-Men. Did we get mail from Ursula K. Le Guin? We did. Yeah. We did. And that's that was the point at which uh, my wife was like, okay, you've made it. <laughs> my wife, who also loves A Wizard of Earthsea, the greatest book ever written in the history of man. I don't know that I have anything to say about Vismore on 93. It, it all says right there, We, uh, this guy we met at Comic-Con has a... Todd Parkill, funny right? comic, ex- yeah, funny comic experiments, and this one was to create a comic featuring a bunny, an insect, a zombie, a monkey, an alien, and a robot, and we did it. Yeah, you just have to if you're not if you don't have the book in front of you, you'll have to get it just to read that. Bismarck was like the ultimate mini comics publisher for a while. Young American comics. Young American comics. Young American comics. Todd's still out there doing comics though. I I got an email from him last year. I can't remember what he's what he's quite doing. Some I respect that. Thing. Yeah. And, and so are we. Yeah. Top of page ninety six. Let's just admire Tamara's t-shirt. Well, two things. First of all, let's admire her t-shirt with a rainbow on it. But let's also admire that this time I figured out that I could put the color comic at the end of the color section. Oh, Bill. Wait, high five. Woo! Okay, wait, that was a... That's right. Woo! There we go. That's better. Um, I like I like Dewey at Career Day on 96 so much. Yeah? There's, there's a fireman, a soldier, then there's Dewey. I was paid to eat two donuts, drink three cups of coffee, and read a book. <laughs> He's a hero. He's the true hero That's all right. That. That's right. That's why, um, that's why librarians board planes first, my friends. You had something on page 97? Uh, I did. So this guy is complaining about uh, the classifieds always going missing, which was a perennial problem for us. Like somebody, sure. somebody come in and just steal the classified ads. For us, actually, some lady was coming in and cutting them up, and we later found out that she worked for the library system. Oh, wow. Yeah. But Did she go to like a different library to cut them up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Go figure but it out. But you got to think she, she thought it through. And you have, to, you have to tell her to stop. And I'm like, tell her to stop. I would have her fired. I would think that would be like destruction of not just private... Uh, uh, public property but destruction of uh, your work property right yeah they didn't they did not agree no yeah. it's hard to fire people flavor apparently it's much harder yeah you can take scissors to stuff when you're off duty yep it's, it's not a not a bad thing so page 9899 what i love about the sequence though and i think i think this is where it is where it ends up where dewey just buys him a subscription to the to the newspaper oh. it's, it's faster than all the staff time <laughs> they're spending on it like it's cheaper because it's just a direct response right horizontal thinking i think there's just so many things like that where the library should just like Take care of the problem once and for all, and never have to deal with it again. Yeah, that squeaky wheel. But I think I think I think libraries always worry about precedent on that one. We'll have to buy subscriptions for everybody. Oh. Because remember, if you did it once, there's no takebacks. What's funny? What's funny is how dated this is now with classified ads. Like nobody yeah. cares about classified ads anymore in in the in the newspaper. Well, speaking of dated, uh, ninety eight ninety nine is 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 sort of the moment in time when Wi Fi became a thing. Oh, at the library. Yeah. 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 When, when, I mean, Wi Fi existed in you know sort of here and there, and at some point it just became a thing. You could get at the library, and it kind of transformed how people use libraries because they started bringing their laptops in to get internet, and that was a different. Tell thing. me more about this bill. And I still do it. Like I, the, libraries were one of the most reliable ways of getting Wi-Fi when I was on the road but, last year. But this was this was that time when nobody knew how to actually activate the Wi-Fi on their computer, and you weren't allowed to touch their computers at all. And people people would come in with their computer, and they didn't they literally didn't know if their computer had Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like good times, good times. Oh, thanks. Well, and then it was hard to tell. Thanks, Windows. You can just look at it. Exactly. All right. I had this the other day. I was I was uh, on a sub shift, and this guy's Wi-Fi wasn't working. And it was a super old computer, and just you know, the, the guy seemed like he might have been homeless. I wasn't sure. He, he certainly it wasn't a nice new computer. It was missing mm-hmm. a few keys, and I I was trying to help him, and he, it, he had just always walked in, and it always worked. Oh. And um, he just literally didn't know what to do. So I had to look up the manual on online, yeah. and there was a button on the computer that did not look like a button, it, oh. and I had to I you had to like push this like strip. Oh. Uh, like look like a Oh, I know what you're strip. talking about. You know yeah. what I, mean? I had to push it to reactivate the Wi-Fi oh. and then it just worked and that guy thought I was a genius. 
That was my. Well, maybe you are. He shook my hand. Maybe you he are. He shook my hand at the end of the reference Aww, question. That's which is nice. A, which is that, a. Yeah, that should be a required part of every. It's a nice moment, you know. It's, I'm like, yeah, hey, dude, I'm like so glad I figured that out for you. And there should be a little sign. It should be like, if you if you found value in today's reference question, please shake, shake the, the hand. hand. Yes, shake yeah, because the last guy I shook his hand was that guy with all the popular uh -huh. mechanics uh -huh. strips. Yeah? This is this is the new bar. It's my new thing. It's the new bar. Yeah. Um, people really liked the strip at the bottom, page 101, because it's it's one of these things where oh. it clearly started off with one thing, one sign, and then it just out of control. It just went out of control. And then they particularly liked the uh, no trilogies, variant covers, gold embossing, sign limit editions, crossovers, retconning, and universe changing. Which is a, which is a very uh, comic booky thing to say. Oh, is it? You think so? Is that, is that, is that think, what the I joke think is? is? I think it's what it now is. Now I get it. I'm just saying. Well, no, for all your non-comic book fans out there. Yes, those are all comic Let's books. explain retconning real quick. Oh, well, let's not. No, so retconning would be like, uh, what, how, how could we retcon? Oh, so instead of, instead of Colleen having adopted Doreen, which we explicitly say. It's like changing the past. It's yeah. changing the past to reset the story to a point where new readers can jump on. Yeah, and, and usually in some fairly clumsy way. No, well, or just because they decided to change that's it. That's true. That, that, that's true. But, but often often they retcon the whole universe at the same time. Yeah, now. Like, like let's say we want to be like, oh, I know, now it's going to be... Um, that's universe changing, which is different than retconning. Retconning is, is retroactive continuity. And so it'd be like, now now Doreen is actually Colleen's birth child from this guy, you know, from like her old high school boyfriend. From Raphael Marinara. And she pretended to adopt her, but really just went away and gave birth to the child. Like, that would be retconning. Hmm. That would be changing the past yeah, in some way that sort of seems, is vaguely compatible think, with I what's think, there. I think changing the entire universe is retconning, though, too. No, that's universe changing. No, that's retconning. All right, we're going to spend the rest of the podcast figuring Let's do that. Let's do that. Colleen's, uh, Colleen's blog goes big on 102, 103. We never went anywhere with that. No. I liked it. I wanted her to be a... Uh, you and I, I think, just forget. We move on. We're kind of in-the-moment kind of people. That's what comic strips are, dude. Yeah. Not all of them. They linger. Page 104. 104. Oh, my first... The first library... The first Jean... Birthday week. Yes. 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 After, several years of, after several years of my birthday present being Jean drawing the strip, we decided that Jean's birthday present would be have finally... Having some bathroom humor. Yes. And now, and now I sort of we do bathroom humor fairly often because I guess I accepted that that's you accepted that there are right. actually bathrooms in libraries. I built? did some research and it turned out there are some. I I love the story so much about the guy asking me the reference question when I was in the public restroom. If you really want to hear the full story, you should hire us to speak. A funny thing happened on the way to the library. Yeah, I, I will say that I made the mistake of answering him. Yes, yeah. that's that's where it went down. And he wasn't standing next to me. He was he was in the stall. I assumed he was having a problem. <laughs> Instead, he was just having some. He was. It was an he was, insightful moment. He to was his contemplating life. his life. Yes, and I love. I love in the bottom of one hundred four that Dewey goes next door to use the bathroom. That's my favorite moment. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, we should do more of this. It's just cleaner. So uh, one hundred five too. Don't don't skip okay. one hundred five. One hundred five right. is definitely me again. I hate gift wrapping so much, so so much. I appreciate good gift wrapping. It is it is beyond just like coloring within the lines. It is beyond. It's neurologically impossible my, for me. My, my powers. All right. So, so the library is having a uh, gift wrapping booth at the mall, a charity gift wrapping booth, and all Dewey can do is just crumple all the paper into a ball and just run duct tape around it, which is actually what I do <laughs> at holidays. And, and and weirdly, he gets out of the job. Yes. Yeah. Strange. Top of page one hundred six. Kind of a brilliant moment. Ned is Ned is a not very <laughs> successful mall Santa. Yeah. Somehow nobody wanted to sit on his lap. Are there Santas at nudist colonies? Somebody, somebody, write us and tell us. Okay. <laughs> Page one hundred seven. You know what also be creepy is Santa in a kilt. Page one hundred seven. I love, I love that Tamara gets it in. Like, you're not going to talk about Dewey's the Christmas cards. You can't Kathy? talk about everything. All right, so a little bit more on Dewey and Kathy's relationship. 
She's, she's toying with him some more. The psychological warfare continues. Well, she starts to mess with him. Here's, it's such a nice turn, right? Yes, it's really nice. He's been like just refusing her, and now she's got him. Yep. And she just sinks the clock. I don't, I'm not even sure she's got him, but she's continuing to mess with him, and that's and like you could just tell like that's this is the juice of their sex life. Like whenever whenever she's messing with the most, that's when it's Look hottest. Look horror in my face right now. You don't agree? <coughs> Clearly, it's working know. for him. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what drives your sex life, <coughs> but for me, it's psychological warfare. <laughs> Hold on. Page 107. Um, so I love that... I truly love that Tamara just gets really unhappy that people are, people are stealing pens. Stealing pens. Walking oh. away with pens. I know who this is based on. All right. Yeah, a woman I used to work with. Hi, P, if you're out there. And uh, and, and just so kind of... She kind of go, goes a little crazy and then and gets Buddy to go retrieve them. And then what really Buddy has been doing is just taking everybody's pens. She gets a gold pen that says happy anniversary on her. That guy needed extra convincing. That's nice. Yes. And, and I, you know, because he'll do anything for her. I think uh, that one I used to work with who I just referenced, maybe I should just send her a box of pens. Okay. Be good. Uh, bottom page 108, mm -hmm. just foreshadowing Donald Trump. What? Facts just confuse people and we're going to focus on sound bites and a good haircut. <laughs> oh, Mer's line. All right, so... Why does Buddy have an anchor? To, to, so, oh, the the pens, pens. so the pens don't walk it's away. missing pens. Yeah. Nice. Page 110. So what happened is I hurt my back. I had bad posture. So, tell us the story, Bill. What, what spectacular thing were you doing when you hurt your back? I was parachuting in to save orphans from a uh, Nazi prison camp. Perfection. Uh, and I tweaked my back a little bit. I was sitting at the drawing table, I believe, and I just it just didn't work out. <laughs> it just didn't work out. And uh, leg I tweaked my back, and I was on disability from work for a while, and and you'll you'll see. But at the end of this book are the guest strips that we ran for the first week after I hurt my back, and this is the second week when I I had enough in me to draw exactly one strip. So we drew one strip, and then I relettered it, which did take me a lot less time. Although I still had to draw your birthday strip that week, that same week. Yes. Which is spectacular. Actually, it's a great strip. I love my birthday. Yeah, that one worked out really well. There, I don't know why he's in a uh, what is that a gurney? Is that what it's called? Okay. Human lifter? I don't know what to call it. There's a word for it. Is it? Yep. Is it a human lifter? Next page. So, so why is why is Dewey missing a day? Uh, he mixed his medicines. It says here, wow. I told you not to, You said, actually, there are words. I don't know if you know this, but the comic strips contain words I understand, in them that often explain I look at the, the events depicted in the pictures. But in this one, it tomorrow says, I told you not to mix your muscle relaxants with your painkillers. Nice. I can't remember if I had an experience like that or not. Well, Which it's me. It's talking about me is, is what I was getting at. Uh, I did. I did. I did go through some fun muscle relaxants for a while. Did you? Yeah. Were your muscles relaxed? They were. It was yeah. effective. Good. I really like the visual on top of page one thirteen of Dewey sending books back to people through the book drop. Well, the guy's throwing moldy books in the I book know, drop. I know. It's fantastic. They didn't want to take as a donation. So. It's fantastic. It only makes sense. That's the only. Solution. I guess what I'm saying here is I drew it well. Well, if only that would work. If only. It's hard to get him back through that little thing. It is. Right. That's the part. You've tried, and, and clearly it doesn't work. One fourteen. Yes. Um. Never ever had time to prepare for pres never had time to prepare for presentations. Uh, never given enough time as a librarian. Yes, it's a little maddening. Um, they just they just want you to do it right right now. And still, there's something to be said for just the constraints of do it right now. But yeah, I, I mean, I think there's something to be said for like maybe like here's an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 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 just go do it right now. Live is like like a live a live presentation that relies on the internet and the databases oh, in the library. Yeah, no, that's never Plus the school Wi-Fi yeah. is not a good presentation. Yeah, that's too many too many variables, too many that's, things. That's all I want to say. On 114, the third strip is another good another good Dewey translates uh, Mel's statements. Uh, in I fact, I just uh, spoiler, but I just 
drew a conference tip for midwinter nice. that, that is along those lines. Nice. Page 115. I, I just liked the third strip where, where, where Merv goes into great details of the thing he wasn't going to do and then says, too detailed a denial. <laughs> it made me laugh. I just found out yesterday that my, my key for my car has an RFID chip in it. Oh, yeah? Instead of costing me like, you know, five bucks to go get a key made. If I go to Honda to get my key made, it's going to cost me 200 bucks. But do you need the RFID chip? Does it not work without it? The ignition won't work without it. Oh, what? Good times. Yeah. Good times. So 116 and 117, I think my friends took pity on me and did guest trips. That's all, all I have to say about that. They were great. Thank you. Uh, I don't even know if I have a favorite. They're all they're all totally different. I love I love something about the way both Michael Jancy and Scott Ball, Drew Dewey. Yeah. Like th those are definitely my favorite like interpretations. Yeah. The Jancy one is so much so norm like. I just kind of love it. It is. And Scott Scott Ball is just like one of the most talented artists. Actually, like Marks too. Mark Mo oh, Dave, I, 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 I was trying not to pick favorites, but no, I like that, that you are picking I'm looking favorites. At it, I like them all. Even yeah, I like them all. I like Elitas too. I, is Elitas still working? I don't know. I'll have to look up for strip. So if the conference tips on 119, the it's the bottom one, pace yourself. That that jumped out to me as being completely accurate. That the, the floor opens in five minutes and you see people running by with really not even exaggerated this level of stuff. I don't know. I don't know why. BEA is, is probably the where I've seen it the most. I don't know why everybody isn't on Edelweiss and NetGalley getting getting like. Some people like paper books. books. I like paper books. I guess, but like like versus your back problem, versus your personal level of physical fitness, it seems it seems to be a losing game. I like the one on the, on the, the third one. I, on I appreciate your opinions about my life and how I should live it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah. We should do you, more you of this. Like to give those? We should record more of that. I'm just saying, get more, a lot more books so they don't weigh anything. I want to. I want to talk about the back cover. I think the back cover is fantastic. You don't like 119? Make a sacrifice to the. I like them all. I was just picking out one I like, I to like try one. to get us under an hour. All right. The code of conduct. So oh, there's sorry, there's two code. things. I just think this is one of these rare times we really nailed the back cover. And the code of conduct. There's two funny things about it. One is one is the the sort of original typed ones and then the annotations that have been made. And I just think it really works. I have nothing else to say about that. Do not mention Star Wars prequels. It is kind of nice. It's like the only table of contents we have. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do not do not mix medications, you know, for example, referencing one we were just talking about. Do not shelve graphic, graphic novels next um, to the panel if you If you read this, you might get interested in the book, right? So we, I just think it really works. You know works. what? To sell this, we should just turn it around. Because <laughs> I don't like that front cover anymore. It just doesn't work. I, I I have to say that makes sense to me. Although the name of the book would not make Code of Conduct would be a good Code good of Conduct. Maybe that'll be book uh, twelve. Maybe. All right. Thanks for joining us. We we finished under an hour. Woohoo! Woo